Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Coming at you live from DNHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. <laughs> hey guys, you're now home with Dodgers Nation and Jim Beam, but make sure you drink responsibly. Ting, as Doug would say. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as Real FRG on Twitter and Instagram. That guy is the legendary. He's he's a man about town on the internet right now. Doug McCain, DMAC underscore LA. Happy Friday, Doug. Happy Friday to you, my guy. I'm doing better than great. Dodgers won eight of their last 10 games, four straight series. You know my happiness is linked to the Dodgers' success or failure, so I'm feeling really good here on this fun Friday show, Mr. Pasillas. Yeah, you really enjoy the fun Friday show. I love the fun Friday show. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us on another fun Friday show. Drop into the comments. Let us know where you're representing Dodgers Nation tonight. Uh, Leave your area codes, the zip codes, whatever it is. Not a zip code. That's too many numbers to remember, but leave your area codes. Let us know your city. Let us know uh, all that kind of fun stuff and what you guys want to talk about with the Dodgers. Of course, we're going to talk a lot about the Padres, other things on today's show. We want to talk about Kenley Jansen. It's going to come a little bit later in the show, so hang out. Uh, all the latest news and updates out of Dodger camp, we will call it. And everybody's talking about Dodgers Padres. So we wanted to do a little bit different here. Doug got really drunk and it's like, I'm going to make it where we're drafting. It's going to be we're fun. I'm going to love it, man. <laughs> draft, we're going to have a Dodgers Padres lineup draft and then we'll look at the series and uh, make our predictions for the series. We also got to remind you, this is a podcast. We're on all your podcast podcast platforms. So do check it out. Subscribe there. Subscribe to us. YouTube.com. So Dodgers Nation TV. Did you know, like only uh, I think it's like 47 percent of you guys subscribe. But you watch us still. You should do the subscribe, and then um, Doug will send you a topless photo of himself. Hundred thousand subscribers. Subscribe. Can we, can we promise that? Well, I'm getting word we cannot promise that. But let's get into the comments, Doug. What you got? Chief? I got one from DKM. He is a Dodgers Nation loyal. He's a day one here at Dodgers Nation. He says, "Hey Clint, hey DMAC. Today's my birthday, and I Ooh. wish for the Dodgers to sweep those cringe." I'm not going to say the last one, but Padres, the sad Padres. So, yeah, hopefully you can get a little sweep Diego as a birthday present for happy you. Birthday. DKM, yeah, happy birthday. Appreciate Always you. rocking with us. He's got, like, I think he has, like, 15 fire takes on the season for the postgame show. He's right up there on the leaderboard. We got Luis over on YouTube who says, I think we about to get a few field goals in a touchdown. Okay, so you were trying to blow out this Padres team at home. Hey, look, I mean, that'd be. Get, give it to uh, Blake Snell tonight. Let's go. Give it to Blake Snell. Give it to Snellzilla, although he was really in control the last star we know chris taylor had that big two-run bomb we got dkm rock with us from simi valley we got denny cortez from colton we got the aaron over in detroit signal hill rick over on youtube so yeah i know you guys are excited about this padres series we got i see dmac on the juice today no i just i have ringworm so i'm treating it with a certain claustable or something like that no but uh yeah it's gonna be good times big series and we'll see will the dodgers retaliate in any way we're gonna talk about that later right glint Absolutely. Uh, Osterberg is checking in from the uh, the 310, uh, a legend of uh, the YouTube space, of course. Uh, people wondering, we got Ra- uh, Randy Watson on YouTube saying, how is Trace starting tonight? That is a great question, my man, because he's hitting um, 67 cents <laughs> uh, on the season so far. Uh, your boy is struggling. He can't hit left-handed pitching, yet the team keeps sending him out there. I actually have an article dropping in about an hour on our DodgersNation.com, a whole bunch of stuff about Trace Thompson. Everybody's already kind of ripping off the thought ever since I put it out online a couple days ago. But check it out. Read it. Subscribe while you're there. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's baffling they keep running Trace Thompson out there. We talked a lot about Trace on Monday. So if you guys want to check it out, go look at the last stream or look at our edition, our cut from the show, uh, the uh, Let Him Play or DFA. whole bunch of Trace. But, yeah, it just doesn't seem like he has a – his role doesn't make sense on this team. Yeah, I think at this point that's fair to say. I mean, I'd probably be saying some other stuff. We're going to be at the stadium tomorrow around these players. So I always try to keep it nice and buttoned up and stay <laughs> yeah, on the positive yeah. side before I head to Dodger Stadium. What about but Doug I, being high-key fake? <laughs> what about Doug being very high-key <laughs> fake? But, no, if you look at his at-bat that he had late in the game, got some good wood on it, gave it a ride. Yeah. It was better than we've seen, really. And you want to know what he did? 
It was against a right-handed pitcher. It was against a right-handed pitcher. OPS close to 1,000. Kind of the big talk right now is should he get more opportunities against right-handed pitchers? Yes, I think in theory he could. But last year, if you look at the at-bats, when he was having success against right-handed pitchers, it was on a lot of mistakes. I was calling him the punisher last year because he had a lot of breaking balls, middle of the zone. They are going to adjust to him against righties if he gets a lot of experience. That, that sounds like you're complaining about somebody giving you a million dollars in quarters. Like, oh, no, he was hitting well against bad pitches. Okay, he was still doing well. I will take the million dollars and quarters. No, I think it's uh, that's fair. I like that. But look, it's more of like, oh, you don't know what you don't know with him. And the yeah. reality is he's a unknown at the plate against righties for an extended period of time this season. And also, too, they have him on this team to hit left handed pitching. He has uh, but not but been able to do that. Like they have him on this team to, to hit left handed pitching. He's talking about him dealing with like the, the the mental struggles the mental health issues that come with his con consistent failure he has one hit in what 17 games or he's over his last 17 yeah. games he's over 25 over last hit, 27 uh over uh, or one for 35 or whatever it was uh it, you're not going to be a happy boy <laughs> with that much bad but the second right-hander comes in they pretty much are taking him out right now it it, it it's very baffling uh i had a uh a, oh, i guess we'll say an interaction with a friend of the show houston mitchell la times uh a senior editor i believe he's a senior editor anyways he's a sports section editor and he's like for a team that prides itself on analytics this makes no sense the numbers would say hit this man against right-handed pitching Apparently, we have a lot of things to say about Trace Thompson. But, guys, go back and watch the other thing, YouTube.com slash DodgersNationTV. You'll have a good time. Aaron Thomas is checking in from Detroit, the 313. So we got Detroit in the house. 562 Signal Hill Rick checking in. We got David, the 951 IE. David, another David, 909 Fantana, uh, Fontana or Brian Fantana. Kevin Yuha says, we got this. Feeling good about this series? I feel pretty good. A lot of Can momentum. I get a <laughs> no, I definitely think that this series, hey, you look at, they are not going to play this team again until August 4th through the 7th. I'm honestly happy about that. You're happy about it? I think, look, this is a Padres <laughs> team that, look, since the, the Clayton Kershaw has happened, they really haven't won very many games. They know that this is going to be a very big series for them. They're already getting some separation. The Dodgers are in the NOS. If you take two out of three again against this Padres team, you really establish yourself as the kings of the NOS once again. And we know, too, that crowd's going to be fired up at Dodger Stadium. It's not a postseason game, but it's anything that's in between the regular season and the postseason. That's where I put this matchup, this series. So, yeah, it's going to be big for both series, too, because also you got guys healthy again for Tatis is back we know he's been back for a minute you're gonna get jd martinez back tonight i think on the trace thompson thing you could see maybe it's a scheduled day off for james outman we know how they love to schedule those days off so we'll see maybe trace thompson is the hero once again it does feel like he he's due he had the big homer against the padres last year he's extremely due yeah, he's definitely due, or he's going to be without a job pretty soon. So I definitely think he's due for sure. But, I mean, what I was saying, I mean, you saw the move they made. Maybe you keep Michael Bush up, you DFA him. But we're not at that point quite yet. They're going to give him some more opportunities to see if he can figure some things out at the plate. Like we said last uh, on Monday, it's you're in first place. You're doing well enough. You have time to kind of let this eat a little bit. But, you know, you look really, you look really stressed and strained from that take. So... Why don't you use your Manta Sleep mask, yeah. take a little nap, nap ski here while I tell the fine folks what you're wearing. Guys, Manta Sleep, they make the world's best sleep masks and sleep accessories. The box will tell you that, too. Everything they do is to enable better lives through better sleep. They work relentlessly to improve your life, sir or madam, and optimize sleep so that you can have the energy to live life to its best, to your best. Check out mantasleep.com today so you can sleep better anywhere, anytime. Just like Doug, get your Manta mask today using our code DN2023. And I'll even throw in the box for you. See what I did there? I see what I you did threw there. Threw in the box. Threw in the but box. You look really refreshed. I do. I mean, hey, Trace Thompson's been wearing this at the plate <laughs> for the last few weeks. So oh, I think tonight he takes it off. I think Trace Thompson's going deep. Cody, what's Trace going Trace Thompson's on hitting a home run. Cody, what's going I'm on? I'm saying here? it. I'm calling it right now. Doug, you're like fired up today, huh? I'm always fired up, my man. That's <laughs> you know what he says? He says, I got to be nice to these guys. I'm going to see him tomorrow. Then he's like, he's asleep at the plate. Yeah. But then I also, it was like a compliment sandwich. I said he's going to hit a home run tonight. 
I think Trace Thompson. You're is selling right now, man. Am I selling? selling? I just learned about the idea that the slang selling, selling right term. Now. I'm still getting used to it, but I definitely just sold. According <laughs> to my friend Buddy over there, my buddy. Oh god! All right, let's get into uh, the last series. A little recap action here. The Dodgers take two of three in Milwaukee. They do what we wanted. Uh, I know we had our takeaways. I don't remember a single thing we talked about on Monday, but I know one of the things I said is win at least one of the games against uh, uh one of the left-handed starters they won both give me some takeaways what are you what are you thinking about your thoughts <laughs> what am i thinking about my thoughts i mean that's exactly that what we talked about for that series can they hit against a lefty can they get to a lefty because heading into that series dodgers were dead last in all of major league baseball hitting 191 well guess what now they're at 24 so they're steadily climbing and i think too it was middle, the different styles of left-handed pitchers i mean you get to lauer you get to wade miley Lauer, a little more of a forcing fastball up in the zone. Miley, a little more of a sinker slider down the zone. They were getting under some pitches. And, yeah, heading in that series against left-handed starters, Dodgers get 10 runs off, 10 hits, hit five home runs, one double, and eight and two-thirds. So that is very promising. It shows that this team can make adjustments. Also shows what this team looks like when Will Smith is in the lineup. He balled yes. out, goes three for four at a home run the other game. So, yeah, definitely like what I saw against left-handed pitching. My next takeaway from that series, though, is we have to talk about Clayton Kershaw. I mean, Clayton Kershaw, what more can you say about the guy putting this team on his back a day after this Dodgers bullpen goes eight, eight innings, innings, seven, dudes, seven dudes, 24 outs, and he ends up going seven innings of one run ball, was elite from an efficiency level, 70 strikes and 92 pitches, 19 for 24 on first pitch strikes, induced 18 swinging strikes. And also this whole season, we're doing the Kershaw K-Watch. He's now at 2,856. He passed Jim Bunning for 21st all-time. So, yeah, Clayton Kershaw, what more can you say about this guy? Seven of his eight starts, he has gone at least six innings. Yeah, the rest impressive. of the staff, 11 combined. Mm. I also want to point out one more time, 236 ERA, 10th in the league, in 49 and thirds innings pitched on a one-year $20 million deal. Justin Verlander and Jacob deGrom, they have combined for 42 and a thirds innings of two at a 2-3-4 ERA, and you look at the contracts that they signed, basically a $180 million difference. They signed for a combined $271 million. So just another example, again, that Clayton Kershaw is the best one-year deal in the league for starting pitchers. Oh, yeah. and I think that was a big takeaway. My last takeaway, though, and I'll get your thoughts on this, Miguel Rojas. Not elite, not looking like an elite shortstop, but since he's returned from the injury, he's hitting 280. Before yeah. that, he was hitting 125. Do you think he can do enough at the plate to keep it respectable in there that you can justify him as your shortstop for 80% of the season, Clint? Uh, I I mean, yeah. Uh, what you're seeing, that's I think that's about what we hoped. 280, he's not going to hit for pop. I don't want him to hit for pop. Just get on base, keep the line moving, and make some, some tough plays look easy and make some tough plays that nobody else is going to get to also look uh, uh you know just get done make your plays that's what this guy was brought here to do to be that guy that just in case gavin lux didn't work out at short or was hurt or whatever proved to be the latter this guy was going to be there to to fill in and be a, a serviceable or serviceable plus backup there at shortstop but i i'm okay with him getting the 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 lion's share of starts there again because he's a solid option he's a really good defender and i really like him working with Miguel Vargas more and more because you see him on plays take him under his wing, which, uh, you know, that's where they worked at their best during spring training, even into the offseason. You know, Rojas was a new guy on this team and he's going out and, you know, meeting this kid and working with him. So uh, I, I'm all on the uh, the Miggy Road train right now. We know he's not going to, you know, he's not going to OPS 100. He's not going to OPS his weight. He's not going to OPS half his weight, maybe, but. Yeah, gotta do give me an, an occasional moving. single, give me a professional AB mm -hmm. and elite defense or at least top 10 shortstop defense. I think you love that. And I think, too, I don't want to see him and Austin Barnes in the same lineup. If you can <laughs> yeah. avoid that. Yeah, I mean, I've talked fair. about in the past that you do have the DH. You don't have the pitcher batting. So I'm not going to call him a designated defender or anything like that because he can be a respectable <laughs> at bat. But we have some comments down below. I want to read. Justin Lama says SD has five shortstops better than Miguel Rojas. Come on, Ooh. man. Raise your standards. We got Michael Creo says, LOL. No, Michael Creo also says that's a mirage. So this is what I'm trying to say here for the time being. I'm absolutely okay yeah. with Miguel Rojas. I still want to go all in on a Tim Anderson or Willie Adamas trade. I've been saying that now for 15 years. 
on this show. <laughs> so, yeah, I just think for the time being, at least. You, you let Mookie Betts play once or twice a week against righties, maybe mix it up. If Chris Taylor continues to hit, I think you have in the outfield, but he can also get some time. But look, don't. It, you, it cannot be overstated how important it is to have a defensive-minded shortstop at the very least. And I love your point, too, about working with Miguel Vargas. That's one thing that I pushed back a little bit heading into this season was Lux and Vargas as your keystone combination on a team yes. with World Series aspirations. That's I think that's kind off. of a tough sell. But, yeah, that definitely was one of my takeaways is Miguel Rojas has been playing better. He got that big hit in the Phillies series off Alvarado to kind of spark that comeback before Muncie went deep on Craig Crumble. So, yeah, I definitely like that as far as, uh, yeah, we got Where's Bush here. Uh, he got uh, well, that's well, the we'll, roster up we'll get in. We'll get into right now. He, he, he defaulted there for a second. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into the roster stuff for a second. But, yeah, one, one last thought on, on Miggy Rowe. Again, he's just doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Um, he's he's batting eighth or ninth in the lineup. Back in the day, it was a, it was a pitcher hitting ninth. So if you're able to get somebody like a Miguel, Miguel Rojas hitting ninth, you're in a better spot. So you're, he's not Corey Seager. He's not Trey Turner. So I understand the disappointment uh, in having somebody like Miguel Rojas as your shortstop after the Dodger, after Dodger fans have been, you know, blessed for the last, you know, almost decade. Uh, but that's just where we're at right now. And you also have an elite, you have one of the best, if not the, the well, technically the second best hitting catcher in baseball in your lineup. Nobody else has a Will Smith. Um, JD Martinez back today. You have Max Muncy. OPS and pretty damn good finding his way to, to make a difference. You know, there, there, this is you could afford to have somebody like a Miguel Rojas. Yeah. And I think that is such an important point when you you point out the fact that you're going from a Corey Seager to a Trey Turner to Miguel Rojas. It's like you're going from a G wagon to a Lamborghini to a Nissan Altima. And yes, I think that is important to note that. Yeah, they're used to having elite shortstops. He isn't that also important to point out. This is not the role that he was traded for. He's supposed to be a death piece, but yeah, it definitely is a takeaway, yeah. but I see in the comments, they're not very happy about People uh, really don't like Miguel Rojas. It yeah. feels like. I mean, uh, how many percentage points can cool cleats in an earring give you? I mean, in your opinion. I, I I think I said it last week well, after the show, like, or I might have told my old lady this one, but he is a, no, I told you guys, and then eventually her. Um, he is a medium fish. He's been a medium fish in a tiny pond. Now he's a medium fish in a big pond, but he's still trying to pay, play like like he's the, he's the ish. Just... Pay, play down to your pay grade a little bit more right now, bud. Yeah. You're getting paid $5 million, not twenty five. And I think he's okay I, with that. I, I, and I can understand that. I, I, to me, you know, I get that. I still got that little bit of old school baseball in me. I think he's a little overly flashy for the uh, uh, quality of player he is. But you know, I mean, not gonna lie, I like the flash. Sarah Moore says he, he, I he, like Rojas. He, he wouldn't have uh, if it wasn't Miami. He would probably wouldn't still be a big leaguer. I'm just saying. Whoa, I'm wow. just saying. But he was able to carve out a good career, and I, I like the, I like the dude on this team right now. Um, one other last note to bring up about the uh, just completed Brewer series. Hey, he found a new way to do it, but Noah Syndergaard remains a problem. Really put the bullpen in a bad spot. Thank God for Clayton Kershaw, devout Christianity supporter here. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll see what happens with him. I would not be surprised to, to see him get another two starts, even though his fingers falling off or whatever the hell it is. But let's move on. Let's talk about what stuff uh, the stuff that's going on now. Yes, the boys are getting happy, uh, happy and healthy. We're getting happy. They're getting healthy. Uh, we're drinking. Uh, Dodgers are getting back. J.D. Martinez today has been gone for 15 games. Michael Bush, see ya. Sorry. Uh, appreciate the time here. Uh, we'll, we'll find you back at AAA, but that was always going to be the obvious call. They'd barely been playing Bush over the last uh, two weeks that, that um, JD's been gone. Wander Suero, thanks for the two innings. You're back down at AAA. Caleb Ferguson back from the uh, 11th child being born this season. So this is the healthiest his team has been all season long. And we don't know what the future is going to hold for guys like Dan Hudson or Jimmy Nelson or or even an Alex Reyes or Walker Bueller, but this could be what we get for the next two, three months. Yeah, it's a I good think spot to be, I guess. It is a good spot. I'm feeling good about the health of the lineup from top to bottom. Getting JD Martinez back, I think that's key. I think he's imperative to being a guy that you can consistently depend on to get you extra base hits. He was right at the top of the league when it came to doubles, home runs. His isolated power is up significantly from last season. Mm -hmm. Also, it kind of 
you got the, the kind of the complication of playing that DH role every single day yeah, that and with Will it. Smith. And that's kind of one concern I have. But as far as overall health, the bullpen's continuing to get health. They're continuing to get better. The Cindergard thing definitely concerns me a little bit just because right when you think that, okay, this is a start to get him back on track. He goes full on Noah blister guard, has that blister, is unable to finish that start. And yeah, we're just in wait and see mode with him because the reality is he's towards the bottom. He's a bottom five pitcher right now for the amount of innings that he's pitched. I think Tony Gonsolin is another one I'm looking at as far as health goes. If he continues to progress, last start, pitched well, went six innings. Gave up the home run, but it was thanks to that Michael Bush error. But really, his health, I think, is pivotal too. So yeah, I like the health of this team. It's just about staying healthy for the entire season. Yeah, I, I know this guy's got something over there. A little right? update from oh, our yeah. friend uh, Juan Toribio, actually. Oh. He said that, uh, Dave Roberts said that Noah Syndergaard looked good while playing catch. We'll have a big, really big day tomorrow when he throws a bullpen, and that'll determine whether he'll make his next start on He's going to make his next start. The way Dave talked, it's, you know, they didn't have time for the super glue to be, uh, to do its job, you know, the finger super glue to do its job. So um that's where we're at with that uh with that but i wanted to ask you too i didn't really set you up properly jd is he going to be a difference maker for this lineup and how much of now him being back is that going to kind of affect the dodgers so as we'll say optionality with will smith so i think one jd martinez so far this season came out of the gates a little slow he's always been kind of a slow starter but once he really got it going i mean you talk about a multi-home run game a guy that's really trying to reestablish himself as one of the better hitters in the game i think he is definitely going to have an impact this year i think he's going to have a bigger impact on this team this year than justin turner had on this team last year i think from a batting average perspective jt is going to get him on bat to ball and singles but jd martinez brings you elite postseason numbers he's the guy and give you doubles yep. and give you home runs but yeah it definitely is a complication when you look at will smith and jd martinez because last year smitty he had 25 games at the dh spot and his numbers were significantly better when he was dhing compared to when he was behind the dish i mean slash 330 426 yeah. 736 had an ops at 1162 nine bombs i mean he was fantastic behind the plate and i just think if you look at this team's record they are 16 and 5 with the clutch prints in the lineup, you can't keep him out. So I think you're going to see a couple things. They're going to want to keep J.D. Martinez fresh. They're going to want to keep him healthy. So I think you will see him maybe take some steps back and not be the guaranteed DH every single day in the lineup. So yeah, Which is fine to me. He doesn't need to be in there every every game. I mean, he was the, the uh, third best producing offensive player when he went down, but also he went down at a point where the offense was pretty bad. Are, are pretty inconsistent. They only had a few guys here. But anyway, uh, a couple of comments here. Um, BC asked, did you guys watch the collab? Yeah, by the way, if you guys want more uh, uh, Dodgers Padres talk, Doug collaborated with the hog. What is this? Hogwash? Hogwash. <laughs> That's what my grandma said. That's hogwash. <laughs> Hog, uh, hogwash. My man born over hogwash. there. Hogwash. Yeah. Totally watch our stuff. Yeah, that was good times. So I had some people <laughs> tell me I did a deal with the devil to work with a Padres fan but hey no can't, to me it was the it was the bloods all. and crips meme you know, where they're holding up the rag together Traitor. you know that's yeah. kind of what we did so it's all good i mean they look they, you can have a reasonable conversation as adults about this yeah. team it can't happen we're here it doesn't always it. have to be now fire. what i want to see though i want to see you talk to friar phil that's what i want i'll talk to anyone man. i want you to infiltrate the padres Hey, yeah. a truer statement has never been uttered by Doug McCain. I'll talk to anyone. Shout out to Bruce Argretoff for calling me talking guy. Talking <laughs> guy. <laughs> that's absolutely a top moment from spring training. Um, let's see. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. BC says, I like Borna. He reads my comments in the chat. The okay. We did too, BC. We just read your comment. Yeah, Why don't yeah. you like us? No, I think he meant because BC goes, the other fan channels wrong. ignore me. So we got BC, my man, Carnivorous Lunar Activity. Hello, Dodgers Nation, everyone. He's to me... Uh, 
Carnivorous Lunar Activity is definitely one of the Hall of Famers, yeah, I would yeah, say. First happened. ballot. Yeah. I mean, we have so so many. Hey, yeah. the, the show, we just all, you guys, all you guys are Hall of Famers. <laughs> we got B. Guzman. SD Parade is ready to go. So, yeah, I did check this morning. The parade routes are set in the event that they, they win, win tonight. Or even yeah. if they get a hit tonight, maybe they'll have the parade. We got IC Dodgers has more kids this year than Nick Cannon. I see kind of going with my line from a couple <laughs> weeks ago, but respect. We got, oh, we got Justin Long. Calling him out? No, no, no I, no. I know this guy. He's in the post game show. I don't know oh, him. Real. I don't know him. Yeah, he's Doug, big Doug's fella. Right no, I don't, I don't know him. Relax, no, Doug. I was just playing around. No, with no, you. no, not even. We got uh, Joe Mama, who is uh, one of my favorite competitors as well. He says Felice Cumpleanos, DKM. So DKM's getting a lot of love down below in the comment section. This is an interesting one from Showtime Dodgers fans. Just since we were talking about Noah Syndergaard a second ago, Tyler Anderson is not doing so good in the Angels uniform. So he is not. Ta does not. He did not bring that dog with him to Anaheim. <laughs> you know, that dog got put down. Yeah, he, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, because you know, <laughs> sir, this is, this is very much a Friday show. Yeah. Well, I mean, last year, I mean, the thing about Tyler Anderson is all last year he was pitching with GTIH syndrome for the Dodgers. You know what that is, right? Got that dog in him. <laughs> so yeah, maybe the dog is uh, really going off the rails. Here. Has moved on, but yeah. So uh, yeah, I think. Tyler Anderson, you're saying that I think that's kind of one of the themes this season is can the Dodgers truly fix everyone? Because we're going to talk about Kenley Jansen in a little bit. Kenley's throwing 99 again. Okay. Yeah. When did he ever throw 99 like that? He found that, he found that ring work and cream. No, I'm not <laughs> accusing out. Kenley Jansen of cheating. I love Kenley. He's a nice, he's a nice fella. Anyway, uh, I guess we should probably move on. Let's uh, first got to remind you, use our promo code over at MyBookie. It's Dodgers Nation. It's going to get you, uh, I don't know, the reads over there, but it's going to get you free money if you use our code. So go to, uh, if you go to MyBookie.website slash Dodgers Nation, that's how they'll know you went to the website because of us, and then they'll give us more money to talk about them in the future, and then they'll give you guys more money in your pocket for using our promo code. So it all comes together. Synergy. But this is a free read for them, technically. All right, we're going to keep an eye out. We want some hot takes uh, in this upcoming segment. But, guys, it is time to talk again and another Dodgers-Padres preview. And, again, I'm happy that we don't see them again. We we don't see them again until, what is it, uh, July, August? It's August, right? Yeah, in August 4th. Four in San Diego then and then not in L.A. again until September. But uh, three with the pods back in L.A. post-Crying Kershaw meme. Um some thoughts about that, and I know you talked to Borna about it as well, so if you guys want more Doug thoughts on it, uh, check out that video. But I like the Padres. I like uh, Joe Musgrove coming out and saying he didn't like it. None of the, none of the players really liked it. Uh, you know, I understand what they're trying to do. We already talked about it on here as well, but you understand what, what the, the organization is trying to do with the fans, and it felt very much for the fans. Um, but if players don't like it, and it just it adds an awkward, you know, unnecessary bad blood for the players – Maybe don't do that again. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. You basically force the players to have to comment on it. And yeah. what is that? That is a distraction. And if you're the Padres, we know Bob Imagine. Melvin, yeah. they already lit into that Padres team again after the slow start that they've had. You don't want that if you're the Padres. And if you're the Dodgers, yeah, we know. I've kind of said my piece on this. Definitely was a classless move by the Padres. I will say, though, look, Dieter Rule, he's a troll master, too. Playing ace of base, I saw the sign when the Astros came to down. Playing under the sea when Madison <laughs> Bumgarner was in town. So I think if you do it in a sneaky way i know the yeah. social media team is not going to do anything no. you're not going to see a crying graphic of manny machado fernando tatis jr blake snell or any of those guys but i think you can do a little sneaky one i mean could also possibly have i mean i thought maybe if you want to flip the script on them mm -hmm. you have tony gwynn appreciation night like at dodgers idea. stadium i mean what really pissed off bugs bunny and when he was when he was i was a big looney tunes guy growing up and with Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny, when Bugs put the anvil on him or threw a rock on him, that didn't piss off him. What pissed him off was when he kissed him, right? That is what made <laughs> Elmer Fudd mad. You kill them with kindness, and you show them what a class organization looks like. So I definitely like that. Maybe you could play some. Maybe maybe you could see 
Dieter playing some Ring Ding Dong by Dr. Dre to try to call it the Ringworm. Maybe yeah. have a little Ringworm appreciation night. Yeah, yeah, the Syringe Diego Padres. You're no. really having a good one right now. I, look, I hope they do nothing. I'll be honest with you. I really do. Yeah, I don't think they will. And let us know like your guys' thoughts again. Do you think the Dodgers are going to do anything? Drop it in the comments. I know Cody's got something for me. we got a couple. You said give us some hot takes. we got a couple hot takes in here for Let's sure. Go. Fire hot take. Takes. We have uh, David Raw. He said return of the steroid needle at Dodger Stadium. And then a minute. I think it was David. Rem- Sorry, I have to look. I think it's David Ramota something. Or David Rivera Mota said the video the Dodgers should play is when Machado said the Padres will win a World Series before the Dodgers. Oh, wow. You know what? I feel like that's our Hornito shot taker of the Absolutely. day. Let's shot oh, taker shot of the day. Shot taker of the day. This is the be- hey, give me give me that one. Give me that solo shot right here. I just want this right right here. Hey guys, drink responsibly, but when you do Drink Hornitos. It's a fine beverage. Even even Doug is uh, not a drinker, and he's starting to drink I'll it. I'll drink but, all um, day. Let's go back middle. Uh, <laughs> and then also, too, you can have May Machado presenting Mosh with a publisher clearinghouse check that has $300 million on it right at the in the front of home plate. I think I should do that, too. So yeah. I love that idea. It's a great idea. Uh, throwback. Mr. Mosh, he hasn't been in the stream for a while. He's a busy man now, but uh, that was a good era. I remember when Manny was going to. Pay his entire three hundred million dollar. Like who's yeah. like? How are you so? Um, I don't know. I guess thrown off by a fan talking to you uh, that you're like, I'll bet all of my money that we win before you guys. Oh, this is, this is I bet you win a World Series before you do. And then afterwards, the inter- <laughs> we miss you in L.A. I miss being here too. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, kind of taken out of context. He told yeah, them really L.A. didn't want to pay me. Yeah, <laughs> he would have yeah. signed with L.A. all day every day yeah, if they offered him sure. three hundred million dollars. We also uh, we also got a uh, super chat in the stream from Mia Marie. Says no James Outman in the lineup. Jimmy Outman, like uh, I think you had said, getting, getting a scheduled uh, off day today. I mean, maybe could see him in there at some point. I'm kind of okay with it. He looks like he's he's been scuffling a little bit. I mean, he definitely went through a little bit of a, a cold spell. You saw pitchers kind of adjusting to him, but they made that little tweak, kind of worked on his stance, his approach a little bit. And look, he kind of really just went right back into hitting. I mean, impacted the game defensively. Offensively, I mean, this is a guy that he's going to be in the top three for the rookie of the year voting. So, yeah, if it is a scheduled day off, we'll see. And then we'll see if he gets in the game later. I think it's a good chance to see him coming off the bench as a pinch hitter, James Outman. James, you can't get him Outman. Can't and you see, Outman. did you like his nice tweets thing? I, I haven't watched it yet. I saw parts of it. I'm sorry, and I apologize to a uh, good friend, video producer, manager man, Eric, that I haven't watched it yet. But I, I love the idea. Today, I mean, look, I think at some point this weekend. we came up with that idea, like, what, Gary, like four years ago? <laughs> hey, but, today, know. after, at some point this weekend, I'm going to do, I'm for every single player, I'm going to be like, Michael Bush is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's the greatest <laughs> player of all time. Mookie Betts is the greatest player. I'm going to do the nicest <laughs> tweets for everyone so I can find a way to get on that. Doug, you didn't make it on there? I, I watched half of it. You didn't make it? They didn't, they didn't get one of your tweets? No. And I said a lot of nice things about James Elton. You Alton. said a lot of great things about James Elton. You have. I mean, I literally I'm for the I took Vargas some one. heat when I had on the thumbnail saying future superstar James Outman. Now, I don't know, he's starting to look the part. We got uh, Necron99. Another th- super chat. Another Let's super go. chat. <laughs> Is Michael Bush related? To, to 1993's Michael Bush. I do no. not know about that. No I, relation. No relation. No relation. Not all Bushes look alike. Yeah. You can confirm that? That gets by you, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Selena in the stream. Hi, dear. Uh, says the Dodger organization is made up of adults. No need to stoop to the Padres level. As Doug would say in just about uh, every single video, 100% agree with that. Agree with everything you've ever said. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't imagine the Dodgers doing anything even slightly um, akin to the the crying meme. There will be some sneakies in there. Retaliate <laughs> with your play, Dude, sweep yeah, them. Never, never sleep on Dieter. Dieter, uh, he, he good. He's a professional, and it's, it's just natural. Like he won't even, he won't even actually. I mean, he, he does think about it. He puts a lot of effort into his craft. That's why Dieter Rule is so damn good at the, at the ballpark. But um, yeah, we're not going to see anything on the board, and if we do. Should be like, hey, congrats on uh, losing in the NLCS, guys. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. That would work. I don't know. I don't know. Got him. Got him. All right. Uh, you wanted to do the thing, so we're gonna do it. This is uh, 
Uh, well, actually, first I'm gonna get into the projective uh, matchups, and then you got to get this this draft idea. Okay, Because yeah, yeah. I'm 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 very we you you don't know what the draft's gonna be like yet. It's gonna be wild because it's gonna be. Uh, did you say snake skins or something like? That? No, we're just going one for one. <laughs> All right, uh, we got uh, Dustin May going tonight against Blake Snell. Again, so you got a rematch there. You got Julio Urias against Joe Musgrove on Saturday. Doug will be there, so he has to be nice. Uh, another rematch, and then uh, a series of first or the first matchup between Tony Gonsolin and now. It's Ryan Weathers getting the start. We're still confirmed on that. Ryan Weathers has is, is bumped um, Michael Waka. I'm assuming because the Padres want to get another left-handed pitcher in there. That's what I'm going with. I don't know if Waka got hurt. But anyways, that's what the uh, series looks like. Predictions, what do you think? I got the Dodgers. I got the Dodgers taking two out of three. I think the way they're playing at home, another series win for LA. I like the pitching matchup, the way it breaks up. I like Julio Urias coming off two really strong starts. Mm -hmm. And in his last start against the Padres, if it weren't for some bad defense early on, you could talk about another seven innings from Julio. So last time he pitched at home, he goes seven innings, had 10 punches. Yeah. I love him in that matchup against Joe Musgrove. And then Gonsolin, that to me is the big wild card. We'll see how he pitches because he looked really good in his last start. Of course, he gave the three run bomb. Dustin May had that sinker slider working. Yeah. You know he's mesmerizing against his son, Manny Machado. I could see him absolutely looking filthy. Blake Snell, I mean, he's another guy that was rolling, and then Will Smith draws that walk, and Chris Taylor gets the home run. So I think you're probably going to see a, a lower-scoring series, most yeah. likely, but I like the Dodgers in this one. For my player of the series, I think I'll just throw that out. I think Smitty is going to go off once again. I think Will Smith has been balanced. He's been back. It, huh? He's going to get jiggy with it. The clutch prints. I, I kind of want to say Miguel Vargas, my guy, but... Uh, yeah, I'm going Will Smith. Two you know, out of three. I'm going to say Miguel Vargas now. He's Hell on yeah. a roll. He's on a roll night right now. Go He's got some ups. You know, I've been, I've been on the Miguel Vargas train all season long. You guys can go check out my Twitter at DMAC. You're like Skip Bayless to his LeBron. On Miguel Vargas, it's fair. It's fair. No, I do. I, 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 I got some. Uh, especially if he's facing uh, facing two lefties. Facts. I mean that that swing. Uh, um, in in game three or the third game like that bomb that was a that was a pretty swing that was like a legitimate i am feeling very uh good about where my swing is at right now miguel vargas swing so i think he goes off uh well we said we said four but i had four two as my projection this week so i'm sticking with the, the Dodgers are going to lose one game this series. And in keeping in Dodger fashion, I think it could be this Friday game. I think Dustin May, he's kind of my wild card for this one. Back-to-back -back starts against the same team. He's coming home. There's a, there's a lot of adrenaline to it. And I think this is kind of a, a big prove-it series or, or game uh, for Dustin May. So that's the one. This is the game I'm most worried about, especially with Snell. Snell loves bringing it against the Dodgers until he runs out of bringing it. They really can't let him face the lineup three times or else he just goes off. But um, So I got 2-1. What did you say? I got 2 out of 3, too. Two out of three. That, that, uh, Man. That's how the ball Because last time I had 2 out of 3 on? and then I got bullied into saying a sweep, remember? No, well, that's your yeah. fault. I said 4 and 2, too. Four and I said right. they would drop one in each series. My guy. Hey. Now, now you're here, I know things will be okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else we got in here. See, we've got some predictions in the chat. I got to scroll down because you guys are going wild. Joe Mama says 3 0. That works. Carnivorous Lunar Activity saying uh, sweep. Trace Hayward season 2023 says Trace Thompson. That's a really good point. Never thought about it that way. I see on YouTube says Dustin May is going to get 7Ks tonight. Sarah Morris. Putting her money on uh, Mookie Betts is going to be uh, being the, the player of the series. Sam says uh, two wins for L.A., one blowout win. That would be fun to just absolutely, you know, give it to them pods. Um, Randy Watson kind of agreeing with me. I didn't go as far to say shelled, but Randy says uh, Dustin May is going to get shelled tonight. Uh, what else? <laughs> Manuel says Trace embarrasses himself this weekend and gets DFA'd on Mother's Day. Ouch. Painful. But it's rough. It's quality. It's quality take. <laughs> Justin, two, uh, two, two of three. San Diego gets one win. DKM says a three. Oh, birthday wish. We got a sweep. Um, mostly, mostly positive looks. Looks like we're going to take another series. That would be five in a row and six of seven, I believe it is. So keep it going, boys. But now it's time. Tell me all about this Dodgers Padres draft. I want to know what's going on here. We're drafting a lineup. 
All right, so what we're doing here, ladies and gentlemen, is we are going to draft the top five for each lineup, Padres or Dodgers. So if all these guys were going to go back and forth, my team is going to be wearing the Dodgers uniform at the end of the oh, day, though. All right, I'm going to wear the old school uh, with the piping. With the piping? Yeah, yeah. I got like, you know. So but, I but, want the Todd Hollinsworth. You want the Todd that's pretty give fire. Me, give me some holly. All right. So also, let us know down below. Who would you guys take if you had to pick five of the five players available players from each team? Yeah. So we'll kind of run it down. So we've got Mookie versus Nando, Freddie versus Cronenworth, Will versus Manny, Muncie versus Soto, and JD Martinez versus Xander Bogart. So of those ten players, what would your top five lineup look from that? Now, when it comes no to no respect to Hassan Kim. Hassan Kim. Ha Did you say he leaves them in war? Yeah, he yeah, leads, them, leads in them in war. Who would have predicted that at the beginning of the season? But to determine His who <laughs> gets the number one pick, should you do paper, rock, scissors? Oh, yeah, let's do this. All right, paper, rock, scissors, guys. Wait, are we doing, are we doing one, two, three, shoot? I go paper, rock, scissors, then I do it. So that's one, two, three, shoot. Yeah. All right, you got to be the commissioner on this, Cody. Right, best of, Make best sure he's not cheating. Best of 100 in fit. No. One, right, just one. All right, wait, one? No, it's best of just one. Best of one. Yeah. All right, here we just go. This is great. Great. Let's, Let's hurry up. Okay. Let's hurry great up. for Potty. I'm, I'm doing uh, one, two, three. Oh. You literally just said you're going to do it on shoot. You know, okay. I, I had it. I knew exactly what was going to happen. Let me know in the comments what I should pick. He's Let cheating. me know. He's in. He has the ringworm. He oh, has his ringworm yeah, on. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm going to go with rock right here. Watch. Here we go. Go. All right. One, two, three, shoot. Wait, wait. Okay. One, two, three, shoot. Oh, oh, you lied. Scissor me. He Timbers. literally said he was going with rock. Yeah. And you Strategy, did scissors. baby. I don't trust you. You you just, you lost my trust, Clint. <laughs> well, you get the top with pick. The well, number that's one, the end of Blue Heaven Sunday. With the number one overall pick, the Los Angeles Dodgers pick. Yeah, this is tough, man. This is a really tough pick because I know, I know who he would have picked if he'd gone one. But people I, like I, you. I manipulated you. I don't know if they like me. But if you pick Nando, people people will be okay My with it. But you. if I say Fernando, hi, Mrs. Doug's mom, uh, then I'm going to be the bad guy. But there's just something fun about Fernando Tatis Jr. Do it. So it's tough. But that said, need the NFL I'm going Will Smith because there's not a there's one catcher that is a better offensive catcher in baseball. You can't go and find an offensive catcher. So William Dills Smith with the number one pick going to this team. So you got Will Smith. Like so you got Will Smith. No, nothing gets by him, huh? God, I really want to Will. I'm, I should have traded up for Will Smith. Should trade some <laughs> future draft picks. Could have traded up. I already okay. got it all. So bro. for my first pick, you think I'm going Fernando Tatis Jr. I'm pretty sure you think that. And although I really respect Fernando Tatis Jr., I think he's a superstar. There's no question about that. I've been a Dodger fan my entire life. And only one time did I see them win the World Series, and that was with Mookie Betts hitting leadoff. Good things happen when Marcus Lynn Betts is leading off. Give me the MVP. Give me the catalyst. Give me the spark plug. Give me Mookie Betts with my number one pick. I don't know. I hear he's not even invested in the team because he records podcasts on the road. <laughs> he can fit this Some in. Some of the takes, bro. He can fit this in between line. podcasting and baseball. I totally think he can. I mean, Homers. And bowling. Homers. It's fair. Despicable. I really thought he was going to go a certain Nando. way. Nando! I'm, I'm definitely taking Fernando. Tet cheats. You got a freaking bomb. Hey, he's, he he's, he's healthy. <laughs> he, had, he, had, he had a year off, so, you know, it was less mileage. Thank God he's not playing E6 anymore. It's going to be an adventure in right field, but you said defense doesn't matter. It's all about them offensive stats. So that means Will Smith can play 162 games, and so can Fernando Tatitz, uh, Cheats Jr., who, um, you know, I guess. But this is you know, no ringworm. There's no ringworm, though. We, we established that. You know, I hear Nando's got to look up to a superstar like like Mookie, though. He was once Shout a role out. model. Now he's a roid model. <laughs> no. So we got, oh, we got I got uh, I got Nando. Nando's off the board. So this is working into my master plan. I'm actually OK with this because with my next pick, I'm going with future Dodger. Future Dodger. Ooh. Give me Juan Soto. Juan uh, Soto, he's got gone Soto. off to a slow start, but he is hotter than the devil's armpit of late. He's eight for his last 19 with an OPS of 13-11. He actually has been hitting the ball hard all year. He just hasn't been getting the results. Pulling a little more than he has in this year than he has in his career, but still, give me Juan Soto. This guy, his 
I at the plate is uncanny. Also, I'm trying to win the World Series again, and we're talking about a guy that has hit multiple home runs in the Fall Classic. He steps up big. We saw him own Hater in the Wild Card game. So give me Josh. Give me a Juan Soto as my number two pick. Nope, no, no Josh Hater. All of a sudden going Hater. You know, Mookie wow. Betts hit a bomb off him. So I got Soto as my number two pick. Uh, the next one is 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 pretty easy for me. I'm a big fan of this guy. It's the battle. Hey, Cody, before you leave, just so you know, this is the battle of the best veneers in baseball between Manny and Freddie Freeman. And I'm going Freddie ball game all day long. He posts. He says the right things. He doesn't cry. Give me the best veneers in baseball. Best best veneers in baseball for sure. That last last week last weekend series was the battle for veneers and Freddie Juan, baby. What you know about veneers? Hey, hey tooth game's strong. I'm telling you right now. But I got Freddie with my uh, third overall pick. So you got Freddie with the third overall pick. Well, I'm going to go with old friend Manny Machado. He's gone off to a slow start. He's had his ups and downs in the postseason, but he's also a guy that can run into one in the postseason. I think Manny Machado. Oh, like uh, like somebody's leg? Like, like some, uh, Aguilar's, Aguilar's leg, leg yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, but this is not Johnny Hustle. This is the new version of Manny Machado who has grown up down there in San Diego. So give me Manny Machado back in L.A. We're number eight. With the next pick. In the uh, whatever year this is, fake draft. Going with my dear friend. We're going to get him out on this one. Max Muncy. Join, join the good guys here. We only have one Padre, as where this guy's making a whole lineup of Padres. Max Muncy, come on down. You're the next guy on my top five random draft thing because we wanted to do something different about the Padres and Dodgers. Damn it, man. <laughs> you really, I wanted months. I was going to be my next pick. Yeah, I, I knew I could, I could get him uh, as a low draft pick. Okay, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with JD Martinez. I'm gonna go with JD Martinez. It's he's this is a proven playoff performer. JD absolutely rakes on the biggest stage when the lights are bright. I think JD Martinez is looking to have a big year this year. I think he's gonna reestablish himself as one of the best hitters in the game. So I'll take JD Martinez. It's not the sexy pick, but for my cleanup guy, you already got Mookie, you already got Soto, you got Machado. You need a guy that can clear those bases. I like him in the cleanup spot. So give me JD. Well, damn it. I, <laughs> We're, we're down to two, and I got you beat here because I'm taking Xander. Xander Bogarts all day. I'm taking the X-Man because uh, I don't have to worry about him playing defense. Yeah, you don't have to worry hit. about him playing defense. Postseason had his ups and downs, uh, but... No postseason. When, I'm when, to win the World Series. You know, drafts uh, are these uh, fake fantasy things. They don't go into postseason. They don't take those stats into consideration. It's all about regular season, baby. Well, And I feel like, man, I guess by it's default... It's a good lineup. It's not hey, Preller, call me. I'll help you out, bro. So give me Jay Cronenworth. Hey, we saw Cronenworth get that hit off of Vesia, the go-ahead hit in game four. Former Michigan Wolverine. I'm going with Jay Cronenworth because that's Cause all that's, that's left. Well, so, I mean, you, you don't need to only go with those guys. You got other dudes. No, know, we went with the top five. That's when the player pull, right? I mean, I just wrote down names. Oh, you did? Oh. Yeah, I mean, you could have gone, you know, with other. You could have gone with somebody like... Hassan Kim, if you wanted, gets well, you on base. I, I just did the top five in their Although lineup. I, would, I would not like you if you you got Cronenworth. Look, Cronenworth is fine. I like my lineup. I still think you're looking at proven playoff performers. You're looking at proven winners. <laughs> Manny Machado to me is the wild card because if you get a is hot a Padres fan, Manny now? Machado. No, I, but I still got Mookie Betts. I still got JD Martinez. One one collab and he's a Padres yeah. fan. No, he, has, he has he has <laughs> he has uh, two teams filled or he has a ta uh, uh, a roster here filled with. Players from two teams that beat the Dodgers in the postseason. I'm just saying. I got, you got one. Wait, wait you I got Mookie and JD. I got once a Dodger, always a Dodger, Red Manny Sox. Machado. <laughs> a guy who helped cost the Dodgers a World Series in 2018. I'm not going there. When Machado's but. career is over, I he will be remembered as a Dodger. Anyways, I'm sure everybody is tuned out by now, but that was that was fun. It's different. It's not the same you know bs everybody's talking about but i really like my lineup here so i got to put mine in order i got to go nando lead off freddie will muncie xander oh man what a what a good lineup you guys are lucky to just have you such took a my great precious F will smith F I'm a, I should I just quit right back there. in the day we used to have a segment that was called frgm and uh as you can see i still got it baby you got a nice got lineup it. i think i mean you yeah, just don't know if fernando Tatis jr is going to be suspended lineup. or not because if he's suspended for steroids <laughs> it's gonna be tough Listen, okay, you're not going to have the juice. Listen, it's over Fando. that era. It's over that era. Nando. Right? He's, he's, he's a new, uh, he's an all new Nando. But let us know down below in the comment section, who do you think has the better lineup, Clint or I? Who would you pick for your top five? I like yours, Clint. I'm not going to lie. That's you took my Will Smith. 
But I think people are under mes- underestimating Mookie Betts at the top of that lineup. Betts, he can get it done. So I'm feeling good about that. But next, we're going to talk about Kenley Jansen, right? Got to talk about Kenley Jansen. Gotta, we're going to shift gears drastically here. We got to talk about old friend, uh, Mr. Kenley Jansen. He goes out and picks up career save number 400. So uh, that was that was really cool to see. You know, you wish it wouldn't be with Boston, but uh, it is what it is. At least he's got the Dodgers East over there with him because he has JT, one of his boys. That's one of his best friends in baseball. Uh, right there alongside him. Kike, another dude who's been around him for m- most of his career. And then you have other guys, you know, Doogie's there. Um, I don't know who else they have over there at this point now in Boston. But it's really cool to see, and there's a lot of touching moments around the thing. And also, you got Kenley Jansen touching 99 with a fa- uh, cut fastball now. Don't know where this guy came from. But, yeah, this just talks about some uh, – some some Kenley Jansen. Yeah, so the first thought, moment. Well, first of all, I couldn't be happier for a guy, a guy that was a converted catcher that went on to be one of the best relievers in the game, that went on to make over $100 million in his career. Mm-hmm. He's already won. The question here, though, is does he belong in the Hall of Fame? Is he a Hall of Famer? And I think, for me, the answer right now is no. Do I think he belongs in the Dodgers Legends group? I do. Do I think if there was a Hall of Fame for relievers, he would be in that? I do as well. But if you look at Kenley Jansen for his career, he's sitting at 400 saves. That, of course, 350 came with the Dodgers. If you look at his war, sitting at 20.5, three-time All-Star, two-time reliever of the year, a two-time saves leader. But look, I think what he's missing is those indelible postseason moments. And he has pitched a lot in the postseason. There's no doubt about that. He has had success in the postseason, but you don't think of him getting the final out in the World Series. You saw what happened in Game 2 when he blew the lead to the Astros. Marwin Gonzalez gets that home run. You think of Game 4 in 2020 where he blew that lead. So there are some moments that you look at Ken Kenley Jansen, and you say, oh, it's the Kenley Fournier adventure. It's a guy that couldn't get it done on the biggest stage, but his productivity throughout his career is undeniable. If you look at right now, he's seventh all-time in saves, and he can catch Billy Wagner, who's at 422. He can catch John Franco. He can catch Frankie Rodriguez, but the reality is Billy Wagner, he isn't in the Hall of Fame, and he's a guy that is going to fall off the ballot soon. And he has more war at over 27. I mean, him not being in the Hall of Fame, that's just a, that's more a travesty on the Hall of Fame voting than anything, in my opinion, because they just, they've never respected. The old guard of voters did not respect the closer because that at the time, the one-inning save was a newfangled thing. They only liked the old-school dudes who either threw a complete game or came in and threw a three-inning, uh, uh, you know, t- through the last three innings to earn the save because you had to do... You had to put in the work to get the save back in the day. So you get these old dudes out um, and you get some of the, the the people who understand the game now in there. I think Kenley could be uh, one of those guys. He's not going to be a first ballot, but he can be one of those guys that ends up in the Hall of Fame. And and he's still got some years in the tank. He He very much loves his job. And he wants to keep doing this. So, you know, I don't think he's getting to, to 500. But he did put up a 41 save year last year. He's looked really good with uh, the Red Sox so far. 0.77 ERA. I think only seven saves because the Sox aren't that good. I think. I don't know. I know they're not in first place, so that's all that matters. They're not even in second place. Shout out to our Orioles. Um, but in reality... Frankie Rodriguez probably should be a, a, a Hall of Famer because you need to reward people to, to, that do this job, and it's one of the more lucrative jobs in baseball at this moment. Yeah, no, I think it's a specialized... It's down, it has gone down, and I think when Hall of Fame voters look at that, they're going to say, you don't have the innings pitch like you see some of those other relievers that are in Cooperstown. And right now, there's only eight relievers that have made the Hall of Fame. We're talking about a sport that's had over 20,000 big leaguers, only eight relievers in the Hall of Fame, and you got guys like Dennis Eckersley, who has experience as a star. And you got Raleigh Fingers, Goose Gossage, Lee Smith, Bruce Sutter, Hoyt Wilhelm, Trevor Hoffman, Mariano Rivera. I mean, I don't think... Kenley Jansen fits in with those names as of right now. I think if he has two or three more years where he's productive, he's getting close to 450 to 460 saves. He also has some postseason moments. Maybe you could have that conversation. But right now, the reality is 
If the question is, if his career ended today, would he be voting the Hall of Fame? It's unequivocally no. He would not be enshrined in Cooperstown. And I'm a very small hall guy. Look, sorry, man. I'm like an exclusive club Haterade. in L.A. Okay? Haterade. You can't get in. All right? Like, you have to be so great. The bar for the Hall of Fame, first of all, you would have to let guys in like Wagner, maybe Kimbrough, maybe Frankie Rodriguez, other guys that had really strong careers, other guys that had postseason success. But I think right now he comes up short. But I still think, like I said, this guy has already won in life. A converted catcher that has gone on to be yeah, the, the reliever of his generation. The, one of them. The story is definitely something bigger. But also, if you're talking about uh, uh, you know playoff um the playoffs meaning something and that story meaning something you can't not look at Frankie Rodriguez as an option for the hall then because dude in his rookie year helped win a world series for Anaheim. Yeah, no, I'm actually pretty high on the idea of Frankie Rodriguez in the hall of fame. I mean, if you look at his numbers, he actually has pitched a lot in the postseason, 36 and two thirds innings. He has that world series that he basically put that angels team on his back. If you look at his rate stats, his count stats, they're definitely impressive. But I mean, if you look at his war, he's at 24.2, Billy Wagner's at 27.1. The flip side on Billy Wagner though, is he retired a little early. Also, he only pitched like 11, 12 innings in the postseason didn't have those moments I think mm -hmm. you have to stick in the voters minds as a guy that went off in the postseason carried a team like Mariano Rivera and yeah Kenley he could get there like, that's the beauty of it the beauty of it is not like let's say he got his 400 save with the Dodgers right and it was that version of Kenley you'd be like oh no nah. but no my man's hitting 99 now my yeah, man is yeah. looking like he's turned back the clock and it's vintage Kenley so if he puts together a couple more quality years maybe it's a possibility but another thing I want to ask you though uh, all I'm learning and hearing you is that you if you have like one or two good postseason series you're a hall of famer so welcome to the hall of fame welcome to Cooperstown Joe Kelly let's go didn't do it with the Dodgers it's, but it's a comp look so that's what I'm saying look they're <laughs> They're Bruh. just there's a higher bar for closers. A higher I mean, bar John because Lackey of had somebody like you who doesn't vote in small hall. the people that put in the work. You gotta get it's bottle about, service. You gotta get it's like it's about it's about uh, no time and it's about um, what am I looking for? Counting stats in their job. These are some of the best people in their field. You're, you're talking about. Uh, somebody who's seventh on that list. So there's six people ahead of him. And there's only, of all those people, there's only, what, three people in the Hall of Fame that are on that top six list? Eh, that's a little weak. It's a little weak to me. And, and that's, again, that, to me, that's just a symptom of the old, the old voting style. They did not appreciate, they did not respect the save as it became, you know, in the Eckersley era. They didn't respect that one-inning save. But we want to know your guys' thoughts. Is Kenley a Hall of Famer? And did the Dodgers make a mistake? letting kenley jansen go but there I'd put you on the spot called out your ish i still no feel good what i said no respect for kenley jansen a lot of respect i mean you bring up the innings raleigh fingers he has 341 saves but he has pitched over 1,700 innings. So that is really the big difference in voters' eyes because back then you were talking about relievers going three, four mm -hmm. innings possibly to end games where Kenley more of a specialist. We've seen him go multiple innings. But, yeah, right now he's really in the hall of really, really good. That's fair. Not I in mean, the Hall of Fame, but it's still I don't a win. Think, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer right now for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think, think he almost he picked be. the wrong team, too. I think he picked the wrong team. If I was Kenley Jansen, I would have gone to a team, stats. get some stats, get some a bigger opportunity to have an impact in the postseason because I think that's going to go a long way in cementing his legacy. And yeah, I think look eight, there's only eight of those guys. It's like kickers in the NFL. There's only four kickers that are hall of famers in the NFL. Vinatieri would probably be a first ballot. I want to get in the weeds on that, but I mean, you look at Kenley Jansen, he's a guy I would love to see him in the hall of fame, but a question I want to ask you though, yeah. is when you see the success that he's having last year, led the league in saves had 41 yeah. saves, something like that. I think it was 41 this year. He's touching 99 is looking really good. Again, if you look at his contract two years, 32 million. Yeah, that might be a little high, but this is a Dodger team that has told us, wait, we kind of want a established closer. We made a trade for Craig Kimbrell to be that guy this year. If Daniel Hudson, he would be that guy. Do you think the Dodgers made a mistake in letting Kenley Jansen go? Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough question. I, I was okay with it at the time, letting him walk, but that was also not the plan. They did want to bring him back. He wanted to come back, but not in that odd period, um, just coming out of the lockout, they wanted to clear some payroll. They couldn't figure out how to do that in time. And he said, look, I'm going to go out and get some money. Braves want to give me money. I'm going to take it right now. I need that security. I need to know that I have a job. We don't know what kind of uh, 
uh, offer the Dodgers were even going to throw on the table. We know they wanted to cut that money. They found a way to do it with the Pollock uh, 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 Kimbrel swap. Um, all that said, it's easy to say right now, yeah, they made a mistake. But at the time, we know what he was like in 18, in 19, in, in 20. He wasn't what the guy, he wasn't how he got back to being in 21. You didn't know which version you were going to get. And even in it, technically in 22, he wasn't that good. He had a th like three and a half ERA or something like that. Um, to the question, no, they did not make a mistake. Right now, would it have been nice had they brought him back? You know, here for 23, we can definitely say, yeah, but that's a, the, the, the added benefit of hindsight. Um, but what do you think? I think, look, you look at the deal you signed with the Braves. It was a one-year, $16 million deal. It was essentially the same as what Kimbrell was being paid. Mm -hmm. If there was a possibility, we know that Kenley was still in talks with the Dodgers, and he, like you said, he just didn't want to didn't want to wait. We also know that yeah. the Braves kind of want to get one up on the Dodgers after the Dodgers had just signed Freddie Freeman, so I yeah. think there was some gamesmanship in that. I think if you could have gotten Kenley back then on a team-friendly deal, he could give the Dodgers a little bit of a hometown discount. I think that would have made some sense, especially when you consider Tommy Canley, Blake Trine, and some of these guys really Tommy. haven't worked out. Canley, he's going to post. He's going to be out there on the mound. When you consider you can miss bats, consider yeah. barrel rate, his fastball spin, and the evolution of Kenley, his extension, I would have kind of liked to see him end his career with the Dodgers. We I think looking can. back, we still can, but I mean, I think I, I need I need Pete Kenley right now. I, want, I mean, imagine him getting his 400 save at Dodger Stadium. It would have been electric, but... Been really nice. But it didn't happen. So, I mean, he's with the Dodgers East, right? The yeah. Boston Blue at least, Sox. He, at least he had Kike. He had JT there. That was pretty cool. Right, Dodgers Carl, retirement home. Carl here says, uh, Jansen's time with the Dodgers ran its course. Uh, that's that's a really good point. It's like when you, when you compare him with Kimbrell, you'd rather have had Jansen. 100% last year. But I, I agree with that. It, it did run its course. And, I mean, most of 2018, 2019, 2020 version of this show a lot of it that was dedicated to talking about Kenley and all of the problems. I mean, that just really happens with the nature of the closer. You do that, you you fail that job at the end of the game, then all eyes on you. But I took a I took a good stretch of being really bad for us to start talking about Alex Vesia this year because he wasn't a closer. But anyways, um, congrats, Kenley Jansen. It's really cool to see. Save four hundred. Got the boys there awesome a tribute video they put together they got they got cameos from everybody you know i think they had to pay Chopped the bag on cameo yeah, they, had to, they had to pay the 95 dollars to kershaw and joe torrey in there aj ellis with the with the pop-up um in it pretty cool it was really cool yeah and i said a little bit i said when they didn't use it dodgers dm or something like that Man. yeah didn't use yours they didn't no, use so. you on on nice tweets nice tweets Jeez, got shafted but hey this also begs the question too kenley pitching much better Outside of L.A., Cody Bellinger playing much better outside of L.A. Craig Kimbrell joins the Dodgers. Uh -oh. He's a bust. This whole notion that everyone that puts on this Dodgers uniform turns to gold, if you really look at I think it's a casual take at this point. I have to admit. I think, it's, I think there's a lot of success stories. There's a lot of success stories, no question about it. But Noah Syndergaard's another example. It seems like for every great reclamation project, you can point to one that wasn't as successful. So, yeah, you have to feel good for Kenley Jansen. I hope that he had success for the rest of his career. Don't think he'll end up in Cooperstown at the end of the day, but, man, a hell of a run by the big fella. So DKM has a question here, and I'm going to end it with his right here. Uh, but instead, I'm going to change it slightly because he says name the top five greatest closer entrances of all time. I want the top three greatest closer entrances of all time from you. I mean, Mariano Rivera, definitely number one. I think Kenley Fournier, I'm a big Tupac fan. Pretty much my favorite artist of all time, so I would say Tupac, uh, California Love, number two. Then, yeah, you have to go Eric Gagne. Thank you. You have to go Eric Gagne as number three. But I think Eric Gagne, that was one of those things. Remember that Twitter trend a few years ago, the you had to be there? That really was the did. ultimate you had to be there it in really Dodger was. history. It was before, like, this nice Dodger stand that you know today. The shapes of the scoreboards were different shapes. It was a little run down. Back then when they wanted to start Dodger Stadium, they had to crank it. Yeah, exactly. You had, like, an 8-bit game over graphic yeah. when it was coming out. But Beardy that shirts. literally, look at, look at, I have goosebumps. Oh, look at, he I have does. Look at that. I have literally goosebumps. Check. It really was. It was an, it I have was goosebumps a, just thinking about it. It was. You know, the, the adage I'm moving him to number one. I was surprised you didn't. Um, I, I understand he was put on the spot, but, um, you know, the adage was, or is Dodger fans arrive late and leave early. You did not leave early in the Eric Gagne era. It was brief. 
But damn, was it a good time. It was, y'all, y'all kids missed out. No, that was like it, he was the biggest star in the Dodgers. I mean, 82 consecutive saves. It was unbelievable. I mean, I mean, 84, sorry, 84 consecutive 84. saves. He was unbelievable. So, yeah, no one will ever forget that. That year, the game over year. And it's pretty much all we kind of had at one point. As all we had to look forward yeah, to, but yeah, it's a good pitch. Yeah, 2004 is really good. Yeah, I mean, three of time. Oh two, oh three, uh, rotation or all the pitching staff was really good. Setup man, Guillermo Mota. Guillermo Mota. Oh man, oh, Guillermo Dallas Mota. Perez. What was, he, was okay, what was his number? Fifty eight. Uh, Pretty sure 59. it was. Oh, 59. No, 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 you bring the facts. I love Galermo. I used to know how to Galermo. read those. I didn't know how to read those names back then. So I was like, I love Galermo. Those names. Those names. I, I, I never, I was, you know, this I didn't guy read doesn't know any names. Guillermo Mota. Guillermo Mota. No mames way. But guys, 84 consecutive. What a time. Appreciate you hanging out with us. As always, go Dodgers. Do the thing. Um, did you have something? Oh, I thought you had something. Find us on the internet at DodgersNation.com. Go there, read every single thing we write. It keeps the lights on for us. Subscribe to Blue Heaven on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, everywhere your podcasts are available for free. We live there. There's a whole bunch of stuff on there. Uh, Doug talked to the dude who wrote this book about Fernando, and you're going to learn some stuff from it for sure. Stuff you probably won't like, but uh, good stuff from always with Doug. A lot of Doug on the uh, the Blue Heaven feed there on the itunes and all the stuff subscribe to youtube.com slash dodgers nation tv hit the bell leave the like leave a comment on every video uh helps out the algorithms a whole bunch i am real frg on twitter and instagram that guy is dmac underscore la on twitter and instagram we are dodgers nation twitter instagram tiktok facebook find us in all the spots we'll see you on monday go dodgers go sweep bye <laughs>